Delano's Top of the Week. Every week on a Monday at this time, we have Delano in the studio to talk about a topic that's in the news. We also look at some events that are coming up in Luxembourg, and there's always a perfect, a perfect, sorry, a personal pick from whoever is in that week. It's usually quite perfect as well. Uh, we've got a new guest in the studio today. Lydia, good morning. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. So are you new on the team at Delano? I am. I just started working at Delano at the beginning of October. So this and this is my first time ever on the radio. So this is pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, nice <laughs> to have you here. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, what are we going to be talking about today? Uh, today, I'd like to be. Uh, I'd like to talk about Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, what's been going on and how this is having an impact. Something on the internet is having an impact on life in the real world. Sure. Uh, Twitter has been in the news a lot recently, mostly um, because of this takeover that's happened. Elon Musk, head of Tesla, is is um, has bought Twitter. Uh, but why is why is there why has there been so much controversy around it? Uh, for a couple of reasons. For one of the reasons is that he's been very uh, frivolous. Let's say almost his. He's, it's like he's playing with a new toy. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, been firing people left, right, and center. I think they've laid off like half of their seventy five hundred person workforce. So that's like three thousand seven hundred people who are now out of a job. Mm-hmm. Some of those people are also involved in content moderation, so meaning that they check, uh, is this a fake account, is this misinformation, is this spreading hate speech? Um, but they're not necessarily, obviously, if you lay off the team that's working on that, hate speech is able to proliferate a lot more easily on the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of leading, uh, leading a lot to instability in the company. Mm-hmm. Not good. Um, there's also been some uh, some tension, we'll say, with the European Union, the European Commission in particular. Um, they have some quite strict laws, like the EU Digital Services Act, which requires companies, uh, social media platforms, to sort of regulate the information on their platforms. So again, we want to they want to be transparent with user policies. They want to be sure that misinformation about COVID is not spreading, and Musk has decided that this is no longer going to be enforced. So this is kind of a problem. <laughs> right. I mean, is this kind of too much power for one man to have? I mean, Twitter has millions of users yeah. all over the world. Uh, and Musk is kind of just seems to be not playing with it, but um, really like making some changes that are going to have some pretty serious effects to the way it works. Yeah. And I mean, what what do you think is how, how do you think that's going to affect the, the way people interact with Twitter in, in the coming coming years? That's a really good question. Um, if you asked me a couple of months ago, I would have said, no, he can't like screw things up that badly. Yeah. Um, but looking back over the last couple of weeks, it's been really like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, I, I don't know if there's like a giant exodus from Twitter. I do see lots of people moving to other social media platforms. There's Mastodon, which has become pretty popular in the last couple of weeks. They've seen a spike in their users in early November, and they've now got 7 million users, which is nothing to the hundreds of millions that Twitter does, but they're moving that way. Um, there's Hive, which is pretty glitchy, or Tumblr, which is also a blogging platform and old, a little bit old school, um, and some right-wing social media. Mm. That being said, I don't see anything really, really driving people away from Twitter. They're still mostly online. Uh, Musk did roll back his... Twitter blue system. So they Twitter had this blue check verification system where government um, actors or uh, politicians or celebrities could basically verify their identity to say, yes, this is me. This is really mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, it sort of gave a little bit of legitimacy to the person because you never know who's really behind the screen. But Musk decided to uh, take that away and say that anybody who paid $8 a month could have a little blue check next to their name. No identification needed, uh, verification needed, mm-hmm. uh, which caused problems a couple of weeks ago. I think this was in early November. So there's a big pharmaceutical company in America called Eli Lilly. Um, that uh, produces insulin. Insulin costs about $10 to manufacture and sold for $300. That's quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, someone, some entrepreneurial spirit, <laughs> bought, uh, well, you paid $8 to have a uh, Twitter handle that was called at Eli Lilly uh, and Co. Mm-hmm. And they tweeted that we're excited to announce insulin is free now. Right. Sounds pretty good. Um, blue check mark, right logo, everything's spelled correctly. But uh, the official company Twitter account is actually LilyPad. Uh, too late, though. After getting thousands of likes, uh, the mm. company's account officially issued a correction, apologizing for the misleading information. But the company's stock price had already dropped about 4% that day. Um, okay, so we could see much more of this kind of fake news yeah. proliferation on Twitter now exactly. that people can kind of hide behind that blue tick which actually doesn't mean anything anymore because you can exactly. buy it right exactly eight dollars a month it's you know it's like it's netflix <laughs> yeah of course yeah um so i think they've he rolled he's rolled it back now so again but is the damage already done mm-hmm. are there already you know thousands of we'll call these fake verified accounts running around difficult to say mm-hmm. they were even like impersonating like lebron james i think or george bush or oj simpson and if you don't know if you don't know who is behind that yep. blue tick, then um, you know I guess pe- there's going to be a lot more distrust in Twitter, and maybe people exactly. will will take it less seriously, yep. possibly stop using it. Yeah. So I mean, has there been some kind of damage to Twitter's stock? You know, recently are are, are people are less people using it, or does it look like um, the company has already kind of gone down in people's opinions generally? Well, it's. That being said, about amongst regular users, mm-hmm. it's difficult to say if they've been a spike. Elon Musk says yes. People are like, eh, it's not really sure. Okay. There has been a spike in um, more hate speech and stuff, which also leads to more advertisers leaving. Um, so Twitter makes about 90% of its revenue from advertising. I think they made over $4 billion in 2021. Um, so they're like uh, Pfizer or um, pharmaceutical company Pfizer or General Motors or Audi uh, advertise on the platform. Mm-hmm. But after this uh, hullabaloo, they've started drawing back from the platform. So right. if your advertisers leave, your revenue leaves also. So it's kind of bad news for the company. That being said, Elon Musk is now the sole shareholder, so he's really only accountable to himself. Right. Got rid of the board, installed himself as the sole board member. <laughs> Again, sort of playing into this, yes, I have a new toy and I'm going to play with it, and too bad if it doesn't work out kind of thing. Right. It's $44 billion. You could do a lot with $44 billion. Yeah, it sounds like a bit of a dangerous situation, to be honest. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and what about in politics? Because, I mean, you know, yeah. a lot of that, uh, like, without this kind of blue tick verification system... You don't know who you, who is is spreading the messages that you're you're reading. Um, I mean, you know, I know that we saw like back in the last American elections mm-hmm. this whole thing about yep. fake news and 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 uh, and voters getting fake information, which definitely swayed the um, result of the election. I mean, are people is there danger that something like that could happen again with Twitter being you know kind of compromised? 
I th the, my concern is always that it, everything can spread so quickly. So even if it's later debunked mm -hmm. and say, oh, well, actually, that was not true, then it's already spread, it's already on the internet, and people are already reading it, and thousands of people scroll past, and even if they just look at it for a second, it's enough to get this bite-sized chunk of information, and if it's not necessarily accurate, then this is, I, f from my point of view, I think it's pretty dangerous. Mm -hmm. That being said, so many people do use Twitter to communicate like statements or like make announcements and we've seen actually even just in the last couple of days when the EU commission commissioner uh, Breton met with Musk he told he talked about his uh, he made a statement about the meeting on Twitter uh, so you know <laughs> you can't almost you almost can't get get, get out of it mm -hmm. and so uh, Macron did the same thing he spoke with Musk on Friday and tweeted about the meeting on Yes, of course, Twitter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so there are, you know, I think it is a little bit dangerous. That being said, like in Luxembourg, there are also um, some politicians like Sven Clement who use um, Twitter and for uh, or another social media. And uh, actually in uh, Delano's next edition, which is being published this Friday, it features forecasts from leaders on uh, various sectors in the Grand Duchy. And as part of his 2023 forecast, Sven Clement wrote that Every platform addresses a different audience um, and that he expects to see a different use of social media in the elections, but that voters, so users, regular people, also have a role to play in keeping campaigns so honest. Mm -hmm. uh, they have to point out if messages are different from one platform to the other. So it's more of accountability, not necessarily saying, oh, yes, this politician is, you know, it's it, this is a fake account, but more keeping track of consistency, I would say. Um, so it's... Yes, a bit dangerous. You know, like I mentioned, there was one fake account that was, uh, you know, trying to impersonate George Bush and, you know, saying that. Right. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's a bit tricky. Um, that being said, it's not all bad. Mm -hmm. um, there's also been the example of Twitter being used to fight Russian misinformation. Right. So you mentioned uh, misinformation in, in the 2016 American elections, and there was a lot of talk about, like, Russian troll farms yeah. um, sort of trying to impact public opinion in the U.S. and swaying elections, but it can also go in the other direction. Mm -hmm. So you've heard of NATO, uh, but there's also NAFO, the North American Fella Organization, which is an internet phenomenon that started on Twitter this year after Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And it started when a user, Kama Camilla, started to add photoshopped cartoon Shiba Inu dogs into photos of Ukraine. Okay. So they look kind of funny you know the Shiba Inu is a dog that's <laughs> been kind of popular on the internet for a couple of years they have this dogecoin you know the Shiba Inu is this icon and they're kind of cute they're really cute dogs one there's one that lives across the street from me and <laughs> um anyways so these but it's, they, what you, it's what you call a meme right? yes exactly yeah, yeah exactly exactly, exactly. Um, and so the, the images are pretty flippant, so they're quite lighthearted. You know, the dog is, you know, oh, he's got like, you know, little human paws and a baseball cap. And so it's quite, uh, we'll say almost cute, right? Mm -hmm. um, but they actually prove to be quite powerful. Um, so these uh, Camilla Camilla, soon supported by other forgers, and forgers, I put them in so-called so forgers, who are then producing these uh, avatars. Um they would produce them for personalized avatars for people who donated to the Georgian Legion, who was a, a volunteer unit that was fighting on Ukraine's side and still is. Um, and so there are other, it's not just amongst, you know, the 
we'll say the the general populations, also even the defense minister of Ukraine or the prime minister of Estonia, mm-hmm. um, Lithuania's foreign minister, or U.S. representative, they also got these personalized avatars, which also lent a little more of uh, pop um, fame, we'll say, yeah. gave them a bit more fame, and they also engage with you know saying this is Russian disinformation or trying to like annoy basically Russian diplomats who are spreading misinformation. And uh, so it can be used also in a good way, we'll say. Uh, not just for bad. That being said, with any social media, you always have to be kind of careful. Wary. And really yeah. exact, wary, perfect word. Um, sort of just to be careful or think about, think twice about a source of information. It's fascinating how something kind of so lighthearted and almost, you know, uh, flippant like throwaway uh can be harnessed to yeah. uh you know be used for such a serious cause absolutely you know? they've raised a bunch of money um no official tally but i saw over a million dollars as a figure that was cited which is not nothing <laughs> yeah and how these things kind of catch momentum yeah. and just get because you know somebody randomly posting a picture of a shiba inu suddenly <laughs> turns into a whole movement absolutely you know, trying to to aid Ukraine and stop Russian misinformation, which is fascinating. Yeah, it's just, it's sort of, you know, it starts like a snowball, right? You start with a little snowflake and Mm. then it gets picked up, you know, by this person and this person. And it's not just in one country, it's all over the world, which I guess, like you said, one hand can be good, Mm. you know, if you use your power for good, right? Yeah. (laughs) Great. Uh, But on the other hand, it also can spiral quite quickly. So Mm. it's kind of like this balancing act for good or for bad information spreads really quickly yeah and it will be interesting to see how that uh changes in the future with the kind of new uncertainty at twitter yeah absolutely yeah yeah all right well thanks uh, for talking to us about that i'm going to play a song now and then when we come back after the track we're going to look at some events that you've picked up for listeners and we're going to have a personal pick from you sure thank you That's Phoenix and Winter Solstice on Our City Radio, where we're in the studio with Lydia from Delano uh, for Delano's Top of the Week. And right now we're going to look at some events that she's picked up for listeners to look forward to in Luxembourg this week. What have we got first, Lydia? Uh, So first off, we've got the Tech Ukraine Showcase on Tuesday evening. Uh, Come learn about investment opportunities in tech sector in Ukraine. Um, There's also the Kniv Insight Conference on the fund industry on Wednesday, which is being held online, and then something a little less financy and more exciting, which is my sort of, (laughs) more my vein. There's the Irish Club's Irish Club's children's christmas party on sunday all right <laughs> and do the are these uh, ticketed events do need people need to book for them or? uh for irish for the children's christmas party yes mm-hmm. register online uh the fund industry conference as well it's tickets online it's free though to register if you're interested in listening online and uh the tech ukraine showcase also requires registration um and there's information on the delano's agenda website yes all the events can be found over on delano.lu and then go to the agenda section okay great we're gonna wrap things up with a track selection by you um what have we got uh i'm from california so i'd like to recommend the song california dreaming by sia brilliant thanks so much for coming in to talk to us today thank you very much tom Um, and we'll have either you or one of your colleagues in next week fantastic have a fantastic day you too